0: Well, good morning. It's so good to see you here. Beautiful Lord's Day, and uh, what a privilege and opportunity to gather together to worship the Lord. And uh, we're delighted to have Andy and Kim Bowman here with us today, and also Mark Burns. And, uh, and they're going to get us started this morning. But let's welcome them this morning to uh, Liberty First Baptist Church.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Well, it's good to be here. Uh, a lot of faces that we've known for a lot of years. Uh, Kim grew up in this church and uh, not only that but she and I and both of our daughters were married in this church and I was ordained a deacon in this church back when Joe Hayes was here so uh, we have a lot of great memories and uh, I'm nervous because I don't want to mess up <laughs> but like Kim says I can tear up steelballs. steel balls, so. so just be prepared okay um, in 1 Thessalonians 4:17, when I think about What's going on today? Um, I always go back to the last part of that verse, which says, "And so we will be with the Lord forever." So, if you're a believer in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then one day you will be with Him forever. And it doesn't, you know, trials and tribulations, sure, but we all got to pass through this life, right? So, so just keep that in mind as we sing this. when peace like a river
2: attendeth my way when sorrows like sea billows roll whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say it is well it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buzz No trials should come. Let this blessed assurance be owned. That Christ has regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. It is well With my soul It is well It is well With my soul My sin Oh the joy Of this glorious God. My sin Not in part, is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more praise the Lord praise the Lord oh my soul it is well with my soul it is well it is well Lord haste the day when my faith shall be sighed the clouds be rolled back as a scroll the trump shall resound and the Lord shall descend even so it is well
0: this morning by being reminded that it can be well with our soul and you know we can look in this world to make that happen and we'll spend a lifetime being disappointed because you can't find in this world that which will make it well with our soul we're talking about peace with God but you can sure find it in the Lord Jesus Christ amen and I'm grateful for that this morning it can be well with our soul uh through the Lord Jesus Christ and I pray that that's the case Uh, For each of you this morning, those of you watching online, um, I pray that every one of us can say this morning that what we just heard, a powerful message in song, resonates with us because it is well with our soul. And one day we're going to say goodbye, world goodbye. And as Andy reminded us, we'll be forever with the Lord. And um, the Apostle Paul says that we're to comfort one another with those words. And so. At this time, I'm going to ask you to do that. Would you stand together and tell somebody Jesus is coming again? And tell somebody you're glad to see Him and you love Him this morning. Let's take some time to fellowship together. And I'll do the... Thank you so much. And you may be seated. I always enjoy seeing you fellowship together and, and encouraging each other. And uh, that, that's what we ought to be doing as as uh, children of God. Uh, the family of God is is encouraging each other and, and uh, lifting each other up. So I'm, I'm always glad to see that. But I, again, want to welcome you if you're visiting with us this morning. Uh, I hope you received a bulletin. And in our bulletin, we have a visitor's card. And uh, we would love for you to take a few moments and fill out the information there so that we can connect and and get to know you better, and, and, uh, and of course also on the, on the back of the visitor's card, um, if, you're, if you're not a visitor, you're a member, and um, or visitors, members alike, if you have any prayer requests, we want to uh, pray with you about those requests. Even if you just put unspoken, God knows the need, and I'm grateful for the power of prayer. And we want to uh, pray together and, um, and bear each other's burdens, and we would be honored to pray with you about whatever request that you have. And, um, and so in just a moment, if you'll fill that out when the offering plate is passed, if you'll drop that in there uh, so that we can receive that. Now, um, also I want to um, remind you that um, that uh, we'll be uh, meeting tonight. Um, Andy and Mark will be here with us, and uh, uh, they'll they'll have a concert. It'll be a night of praise, and uh, your heart will be touched and encouraged, and so I hope you'll come and, and you'll uh, get on the phone or maybe call someone, bring a friend, and invite them to come. and. It's just going to be a special night, and um, and your heart will be touched. So I hope you'll come back and join us tonight at six. Uh, at the end of the service today, we are going to receive a love offering for uh, for Andy and and Kim and and their ministry. And um, so, uh, just remind you about that. And uh, if you want to uh, write out a check, you can just make that out to Liberty First, and and uh, then we'll uh, we'll just give them one uh, check to kind of simplify things. But. We'll, we'll do that at the end of the service uh, this morning. We'll receive a love offering for them. Thank you all for coming. And our hearts have been blessed and touched already and uh, just praying for and looking forward to a, a wonderful day together here at Liberty First Baptist Church. And um, also just remind you about Wednesday night. Um, there's a place for everyone and you know there's so much to be in prayer for and, and uh, so many that are hurting and, and so many to pray for. And, um, and we do that on Wednesday nights. I'd love to have you come and be a part of Wednesday night at such a special time. And uh, there's there's a youth gathering as, as well as, as kids and, and uh, like I said there's a place for everyone so I do uh, want to remind you about that I um, also want to remind our couples about the couple steak dinner um, that will be March the 19th and uh, my good friend Jeremy Merck at Norris First Baptist the pastor there uh, he and his wife Stephanie will be joining us and, and uh, Jeremy will be sharing with us as well and just going to be a great night for our couples and I pray it will be a, a night of enriching marriage and and uh, just a, a wonderful time together. So please sign up at the Welcome Center. Uh, the list is, is growing, and that's good to see. But don't miss out. And go ahead and sign up and join us um, on the 19th. So I do want to remind you about that. Also, as we pray this morning, let's please remember Molly Washington family. Uh, let's continue to pray uh, for EJ and, and for uh, for their family uh, during this time. And, uh, and then those that are uh, struggling, those that are not here because of health and sickness, we want to remember them as well. And um, also remember our shut-in, our shut-in of the week is uh, Sue Bolting. And um, so uh, let's remember uh, these, the information is in the bulletin there. And um, so let's join together. Uh, maybe you have some prayer requests this morning. Um, I'm grateful that uh, we can look to the Lord and God is able, God is faithful. And uh, let's give whatever prayer requests we have to the Lord this morning and and look to God and ask for His help and His blessing on us this morning. So I invite you... To come, those who would, to come and join us around the altar this morning as we uh, call on the Lord in prayer this morning. Our gracious, loving Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this day. And thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be together. Lord, we don't take it for granted. You allowed us to live another day. And it's a gift, and we thank you for that. And I thank you for each one that's here today. Lord, you know our hearts, our fears, our anxieties, our worries, and all that we have on our hearts that may be weighing heavy on us today. God, I pray we'll look to you right now. We'll uh, find grace and strength to help in our time of need as we trust in you. I pray that we'll give whatever... Uh, concerns and whatever worries that we have, Lord, that we'll give it over to you and, and let you handle it because we know that you can do more with it than we could do in a lifetime. But we give it to you and we thank you for your help and strength. And we pray for those that are hurting and those that are in need of a touch, God. I pray that you would be merciful. Those that perhaps couldn't be here this morning, I pray that you will encourage them and help them, dear Lord. And uh, we pray especially for the Molly Washington family. We pray for EJ and and uh, and for their sons, Lord. We lift them up to you and Ask God that you'll continue to let them know that you're near. Thank you for the blessed hope we have in Christ. Thank you, Lord, that we know that when our time on earth comes to an end, that if we know you as our Lord and Savior, Lord, that that's the glorious beginning in a perfect place, a wonderful place, a place where there's no tears and no sickness, no disease. Uh, there, there's, there's no theft. There's, there's no evil. I can't imagine a place, Lord, where there's no sin, but a perfect place called heaven. We are grateful for that, Lord, and we know, Lord, that that's only by faith in Christ. And so, God, I pray that every one of us here today, Lord, that we have made our calling and election sure. And if not, Lord, if there's any doubt, I pray that today would be the day of salvation. God, that we would know that heaven is our home by trusting in you as our Lord and Savior, believing that you died on the cross for our sin and that you arose again. God, that we can have everlasting life and everlasting victory. We thank you for that, dear Jesus. And I just ask your blessing on us today may you be honored and glorified and may your work be accomplished in each and every one of our lives and lord as we began this prayer i I heard a baby crying and lord that's such a blessing we thank you for that lord and and thank you for how you have blessed uh, our church family with uh, with new babies and i know that there are those those that are expecting and what a blessing what a gift it is dear lord and we thank you for that and i was talking with jan sterner this morning and she's celebrating a a new grandbaby lord we thank you for that what a, what a gift. We thank you for life. But most of all, we thank you for eternal life that we can have in Christ. So please encourage us right now. May we look to you and trust in you because you are able. And may we leave our fears and our anxieties and our worries with you. We thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do this day. We give you praise in Jesus' name and all God's people said, amen.
3: Let's get a stand with me at this time as we sing Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting. in Jesus. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him and his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know the Savior.
1: just thank you for that. God, I thank you for this offering that we're about to receive. God, I pray that you'd use it to the upbuilding of your kingdom. Father, I pray that you'd be with Pastor Mark as he comes and delivers the message to us today, Father. God, I pray that you would fill this place with the Holy Spirit, Father, and that we would listen and be obedient to your word. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. And now we come to the audience participation portion of the morning service. You know, all the scripture pretty much came from our Hebrew background. So uh, how many Hebrew words does everyone know this morning? i teach you one. Halle, Lu, Yah. Praise you, Lord. Isn't that a great? That's, that's great. That's just great stuff. Praise you, Lord. Well, this song we're going to do this morning, this next song, um, has several Hebrew words in it, and some of us may, it's been around for a long time, and some of us may have looked these words up somewhere back, uh, but one of those is El Shaddai, El Shaddai meaning the almighty, all-powerful God. Also has El Elyon, the most high God, and then it gets to Adonai, which is just another Hebrew word for for Lord. So what this is saying is almighty God, the most high God, from age to age, you're still the same. You never change by the power of your name. So that's the name of it. The name of the song is El Shaddai.
2: El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Elyon Adonai. As you age, you're still the same. By the power of the name, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Echad Adonai. We will praise and lift you high, El Shaddai. Through your love and through the ram You saved the sons of Abraham Through the power of your hand Turned the sea into dry land To the outcast on her knees You were the God who really sees And by your might you set your children El should I? El should I? Adonai. Age to age, you're still the same. By the power of the name. El should I? El should I? come Adonai. We will praise and lift you high. El should I? Eli on Adonai. Age to age, you're still the same by the power of the name. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Echakon Adonai. We will praise and lift you high.
0: that the Lord is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the supreme, true, high, and living God. There's none like Him, and and you know that really is a major theme in uh, Colossians. Uh, we've on on Wednesday nights and Sunday nights we've um, we've been uh, looking at uh, various uh, texts from uh, the Book of Colossians, and and uh, and I thought this morning we would uh, we would look at a passage of Scripture and um, uh, and can continue um, what, we're, what we've been doing on Wednesday and Sunday nights, that we would incorporate that here on Sunday morning. Uh, a major theme in Colossians is that Christ is supreme, and that He is our all in all. Uh, Jesus said, when you've seen the Father, you've seen me. Jesus is God. And so we find here in Colossians that He really is our all in all. Where else can we turn? Who else can we trust in? Where else can we look to to find what we find in Jesus? And the answer is, there's no other place, there's no other person that we can look to. No alcohol, no drugs, no relationships, uh, nothing in this world. Popularity, fame, material things, money, riches, all of this. None of it can provide for us what we find in Christ. But I'm grateful that through Jesus we have salvation, we have everlasting life. And He really ought to be Our reason for living our reason for doing what we do and in fact our reason for being here this morning and and we find here in Colossians chapter 4 what we should be doing as believers what should we do every day and that's what I want to preach to you about this morning is what should believers do every day not just on Sunday not just on Wednesday not just a couple of times a week or just a few times a year But what should we as believers be doing? If Jesus really is our all in all, if we truly believe in Him and trust in Him, and we've placed our faith in Him, what should we really be doing? And I pray this morning that God will reveal this to us, that God will speak through His Word. I know that if I were to go around and interviewing each and every one of you, or if I were to go out on the streets of Liberty this afternoon and encounter folks and ask them what they should be doing each and every day, I know that we would get... Uh, a lot of various answers and perhaps there might be some things that you know that would be similar. Well, this morning I want us to focus on three things that we find here in Colossians chapter 4 verses 2 through 6 that we as believers ought to be doing every day. And I pray that that it would be true of, of us here this morning that we practice these things that these things are a part of our, our our daily lives. And if not, I pray that we would commit this morning to doing what the very word of God says that we ought to be doing this morning, as the Apostle Paul wrote under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So I just remind you this morning that what we're looking at is not man's ideas, it's not man's brainstorm, it's, it's the very Word of God, the inspired, inerrant, infallible, all-sufficient Word that ought to be our standard as believers for living each and every day. And if that's the case, then we'll not be sorry. God's Word will bless as we trust and we apply His truth to our hearts and lives. So I pray that that would be the case here today. So follow along as, as, um, as I begin here in uh, in Colossians uh, chapter 4, and we'll begin in uh, in verse 2. Notice this, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving, meanwhile praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the Word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains. that I may... Make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each one. What should believers do every day? I think we find uh, some answers here in this passage of Scripture. Let's pray together and ask God to help us once again. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we know, Lord, that this is your word. We know, Lord, that this is your work. And so I pray today, God, that as we look into your word, I pray that the Holy Spirit of God would anoint and touch. God, that you will speak. And Lord, that we would respond by faith and commit, Lord, as you lead us. God, that we'll be closer to you. We'll apply these truths to our hearts and lives. For your glory and for our good, we ask in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Well, I want us to see, first of all, what believers ought to be doing every day. should be praying. So prayer is what we ought to do every day. Now I know that that's probably doesn't surprise any of us, but how often do many of us let a day go by without prayer? I mean, it can happen. We live in a fast-paced society. Uh, many of us got to be three places at one time. We hit the ground running a lot of times and we don't stop until we get home and we give out. And then before we know it, uh, we're, we're in bed and uh, we haven't taken time to be with the Lord. And so we can be guilty of that. And I pray that You know, I'm sure every one of us at time has has let that happen, but I want to remind us that it's so important. We're only as strong as our prayer life. Oh, how we need the Lord. We need to talk to God. We need to make time for the Lord. It might even mean that we have to turn the TV off, or we've got to lay the devices down, or or, or whatever. We just need to make time for the Lord. You know, there's just some things we need to make time for. I'll never forget when I was a teenager and and had my my first car. Uh, Dad was asking me about, you know, when's the last time you had the oil changed, and I didn't know. I mean, I just got in it and turned it on and, and went and was, was doing what I needed to do each and every day. And, and um, he said, son, you've got you know, to make sure that you, you know, take care of the car and, and upkeep the maintenance and all this. And I said, dad, I don't have time. He said, son, you've got to make time for that. Well, we've got to make time for the daily maintenance in our hearts of talking to the Lord. And you know, it's not that we, that we have to. We get to, right? I mean, just a little talk with Jesus will make everything right. It'll change our perspective. And so we must make time for the Lord. Nobody's going to do it for us. I mean, I can't do it for my kids, and, um, and you can't do it for your kids, and, and, and parents, you can't do it for your kids, and, and we can't do it for each other. We can't do it uh, for, for our loved ones. But we must be intentional to make sure that we're praying each and every day. You know, matter of fact, uh, Paul says, pray without ceasing. That means an attitude of prayer all the time. We never shut it off, we're in prayer with God. Some of us need to do that when we're driving down the road, right? I'm not talking about bowing your head and closing your eyes. You know, we can pray with our eyes open, right? Um, and so maybe we would act differently. Maybe we'd have a different perspective of some things. Maybe we would have victory over things that, that eat our lunch all the time. If we would just tell it to Jesus and just talk to God. Maybe we would love people and feel differently about people And instead of a lot of times maybe... Uh, being unkind and, and being unChrist-like to other prayer makes the difference. Uh, continue in prayer. Be vigilant. Paul says that means you know that that we're on top of it. We're not we're not lazy, you know, but we're we're um, we're praying. We're vigilant. And that means we're watchful. You know, we're 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 aware of our surroundings. And I was just talking with uh, with Andy before the service, and we were talking about Jesus coming again, or, or it was during the welcome time. And, um, and, and so the signs are all around us, are they not? I mean, if we, it, now's the time more than ever for believers to be close to God, to talk to God, and to pray, because prayer really changes things. We need to be vigilant, know what's going on, and say, Lord, here it is. We need to pray for our kids. We need to pray for our marriages. We need to pray for our church. We need to pray for, for our jobs and, and for everything in our life. We need to share it with the Lord, every, every bit of it call on his name in prayer and I believe it would make such a difference I want us to see that we continue in prayer which means that we don't ever stop notice this continue earnestly in prayer it doesn't say start he's assuming that they're already doing that continue just keep doing what you're doing what would what would the word be to us would it be you need to start praying or, or would it be continue in prayer we need to continue earnestly in prayer and I think about, uh, about running, and I've, I've been training for a half marathon coming up this Saturday, the Greenville half, and, and, and all the hard work and, and all of that, and, and there have been times when I didn't feel like it, times I see that hill that I've got to climb, and I'm telling you, it'd be so easy to just stop and, and, just, and just give up, uh, or maybe just start walking, but I just keep pressing on. And, and uh, in fact... Uh, Andy and I talked about that this morning. He walked in the door and he said, sometimes I just feel like giving up. But he says, I just keep pressing on. How many of you can identify with that? Man, life just gets you and and difficulties and circumstances you don't understand. And, And why is it that you don't quit? Well, key is prayer. Continuing earnestly in prayer makes a difference. So we just keep on praying. We just keep believing and just keep trusting in God. You know what prayer is? Prayer is us telling God, Lord, I need you. God, I I get to call on your name. God, I don't understand. And we know the Bible even tells us that uh, in Romans 8, 26 through 28, the Bible tells us that even when we don't know what to pray, with groanings, the Bible says, that's a language that God understands. You see, the pressure's not on us to pray some perfect prayer because we're well represented in heaven because the Lord Jesus Christ, our great high priest, is praying for me and you. And even when we don't know how to pray, Jesus knows. He walked this earth. He knows what you're going through better than anybody else. So let's turn to Him and let's trust in Him. We need to keep on praying. Be earnest in our prayers. With all that's going on in these last days, discouragement, difficulty, and fear, and uncertainty, increasing evil all around, things going on that, my goodness, I... I, just five, ten years ago, I never would have thought, never would have dreamed that we would hear on the news. With all the increasing evil, now is the time to continue praying. The people of God need to talk to God, and need to share with God, and need to hear from God, and take time to be with God. I've uh, There's a, a prayer garden right out here, our gazebo, and one uh, one Saturday, I was up here, and and, uh, and, and they're uh, there in the parking lot, and a lady pulled in, and and uh, she got out and was walking to the gazebo, and, and um, I said, how are you? And I, I, I uh, uh, introduced myself, thought I was pastor, and she said, I, I'm just up here to pray. I, I go to the gazebo, and, and I said, you help yourself, ma'am, that's what it's there for. And folks, we need to make time. We need to continue in our prayer. We need to do that every day. And that's what Paul says here in verse 4, continue earnestly in prayer. And I love this in uh, verses, um, uh, I'm sorry, verse 2, but in verses 3, and and four, Paul is specific. He says, you know, since you've been praying and continuing, you keep doing that. And here it is. Meanwhile, pray for us. And so this morning, as we think about prayer and calling on God, what are some specifics this morning? By the way, pray for me. Pray for the person sitting beside you. Pray for your family. Pray about that job situation. Pray about, you know, that, that uh that student or that or that kid. Pray that for their future mate. And pray that God would guide their steps and that they would love God and honor God. Let's pray for each other. There's so much to be in prayer for. And, And so Paul is specific here. Pray for us. Notice what he says, that God would open to us a door for what? The Word. To speak the mystery of Christ. What mystery is he talking about? Is it not a mystery that God would love you and me? That God Himself would come all the way from glory Lay down his royal robe and his crown and come all the way from glory to this sin-cursed world. And he himself, it's not us trying to get to God. God came to us, praise God. And he came and was born of a virgin and walked this earth and, and then ultimately died for me and for you. In eternity past, before you and I were ever thought of, Jesus willingly submitted to the Father's plan to die in our place. Isn't that a mystery this morning that He would love us that much? Because I, I tell you, if I create something and it's it's a bust, I'm gonna throw it away. Maybe start over. God didn't do that. Praise God! That's what we deserve. But He loves us so much that He Himself died in our place. And pa- Paul says, "Pray for us that we would be open to the to the, for open doors for the Word to speak this mystery of Christ. That God has such a great love and." and that God, God's grace is amazing. What a mystery for which I am also in change, Paul says. He says, pray for us that I may make it manifest. That means make it real, you know, that it, that it would become so clear and that I would speak as I ought to speak. Paul says, pray. You're continuing in your prayer. Pray for us. And so I wonder this morning, how many of us need prayer? Who? Every one of us. That's a raised hand right here. Let's commit this morning... To pray for every one of us here. You need to pray for your church family. Perhaps those that are watching online. Uh, you need prayer. We need to pray for each other. Pray specifically. Pray for your family and your jobs. And, and for all the things a lot of times that overwhelm us. That cause us to worry. And, and cause fear. Prayer will give us the peace of God. That passes all understanding. But we lack that if we don't pray. Oh what needless pain we forfeit oh what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer maybe some of us this morning we're carrying around some needless pain we're carrying around things that are overwhelming us why why do we do that let's give it to God that's what prayer is Lord I don't understand God I don't know how I need you here it is Whew. release it daily prayer Paul follows uh, the command of prayer with, with being specific. What are specifics that we can pray for this morning to call on his name? So as believers, we need to pray every day. We need to make sure that that is something we do every day. You remember Jesus said that men ought always to pray, you know, lest they, lest they lose heart. Maybe there's some of us this morning, we've lost heart because we simply aren't praying. Let's change that this morning. And I'm sure every one of us, starting with this pastor, would agree that I need to improve, we need to improve on our prayer life. Let's commit this morning to pray without ceasing, as the Bible tells us. And Paul says, continue earnestly in prayer. So we need to pray every day, but also, uh, verse 5 says we need to walk in wisdom. Notice this in, uh, in verse 5. Walk in wisdom towards those who are outside and then redeeming the time. Paul compares our Christian journey to a walk. Walk in wisdom. Now, we know also that he compares it to a race. He says, run the race so that you might win. In other words, do your best and take it seriously. Uh, don't stray off. Stay on path and, and run the race effectively. But it's also compared to a walk. And we think about in Genesis five twenty four that Enoch walked with God. And you know, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you get to walk with God. Think about that. The one that made you. The one that died for you. He knows us, knows you. The one that you were made for. He made a way for us that we could walk with him. And I, I shared this before. A lot of times, especially now that it's going to be warming up and springtime, uh, I've, I've noticed more people walking around town. And and I, I love to walk. You see two ladies walking. Man, I, I, I'd i love to hear those conversations because those hands are flying and they're really into what they're saying. And I, I don't know what they're saying and, 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 and all, but it's it's just... You know, it's, it's just good. To, it's fun to watch. You know, here they're just enjoying the company of their friend. And they're just talking and talking and talking and, and, uh, and sharing and just enjoying that. Well, in the same way, we get to walk with God. And by the way, as believers, it's not that God is alongside of us. That would be great. But he's within us. The Holy Spirit of God took up residence in your heart when you trusted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And so Enoch walked with God. And we also know that, uh, that Enoch was, was taken from this world. He, uh, God, God took him. Well, that's, that's the type of the church. We walk with God. One day that trumpet's going to sound. And we're going to say, Goodbye, world, goodbye. And the best is yet to come. Isn't that great this morning? Man, that ought to put a smile on your face to know that we get to walk with God. He's with us. He's faithful. But He's also true, and He's able. We can trust in Him. We get to talk to God. He really ought to be our best friend. And I'm grateful for that this morning. But the day's coming because we're His sheep, and we, we hear His voice. He's going to call us home, and we're going to leave this old sin-cursed world. What a day that will be. We'll always be with the Lord. 1 Thessalonians four seventeen. That I believe... Um, The Lord laid that on Andy's heart because I wanted to share that once again with you this morning that we'll always be with the Lord and uh, we'll be like him, we'll be with him, a perfect place. But until that time comes, how are we going to get there? How are we going to make it? By prayer and by walking with God, but walking in wisdom. We're not to walk in the wisdom of this world, but the wisdom of the Lord. How do we know the wisdom of God? Right here it is, the Word of God. We need to spend time in the Word of God and let God's Word get in us and apply it to our hearts and lives. God's Word is true. It'll never lead us astray. The regret comes not from reading and obeying God's Word. The regret comes when I don't know it and when I don't live according to His Word. Walk in wisdom. Right here it is, the wisdom of God. And not only do we have the Word of God, we've got the Holy Spirit of God that we walk with and we pray and we talk to the Lord. And so we walk in wisdom, not the wisdom of the world, but the wisdom of God, according to His Word. You know, there's a night and day difference between the wisdom of this world and the wisdom of God. There there ought to be a difference. And so, what we ought to be interested in as believers, and something we ought to do every day, is to walk in wisdom. You know, the world's wisdom says couples, you know, if you're not married, you know, you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, just go ahead and have sex. You know, you just, you love, you love each other, right? Or, or just go ahead and cohabitate. Go ahead and live together before marriage. Boy, that's what the world's wisdom is and the world's way. Well, God calls that fornication. And if you look back in, and we looked at this last Sunday night, back in, uh, in uh, chapter 3, uh, there's some things that were to put to death. Notice this. Fornication's one of them. Put it to death. Get rid of it. That don't mean embrace it or engage in it, but do away with it. The world says, go ahead. If it feels good, do it. But God's Word calls it fornication, and it's something that we're to put to death. Uncleanness and passion, evil desire. That passion means that we live according to our own flesh and what we feel and think. And that's the way of the world, isn't it? If it feels good, do it. Whatever you want. Have it your way covetousness or, or desiring something that, that somebody else is and idolatry. All of these things are in uh, Colossians 3, verses 5 through 7. But then also some things that were to put off. Anger. Put those things off. In, in your anger, don't sin. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Also, blasphemy, slandering others, filthy communication or, or cursing. The, you know, the world says, listen, if you really want to get somebody's attention and let them know you mean business, You've got to drop the F-bomb. And you've got to use filthy language. That's just the way it is. Well, it doesn't honor God. <laughs> what are we going to do? Are we going to go the world's way or are we going to go God's way? God's way is best and right. And this is, these are things that we're, to, that we're to put on. And, you know, when you think about, about living together, think about it. There's no commitment whatsoever. I'll tell you somebody that's, that's, that's worthy of you giving yourself to, is the one that will say, in sickness and in health, for richer or poor, till death do us part. Don't compromise students and young adults. Don't compromise. Don't follow the wisdom of the world. You'll end up hurt, and you'll have regret. I was driving back from Rock Hill last night. I have no idea who the artist was, but I had the radio on scan. I'm trying to find something. And, and so there's this, there this country song, and this this lady was singing about how Uh, it was just one night and uh, then one night turned into six months later and then obviously this guy must have left her high and dry and she said uh, the song says i feel so cheap and i and i and i and i feel so used and absolutely but you give yourself to somebody that loves you and that will say i vow to spend the rest of my life with you in sickness and in health rich or poor death to us part that's god's way and you know god's way is the best way may not be popular today but let's walk in the wisdom every day. The wisdom of God. The world says to lie or cheat to get what you want. Listen, you got to focus on you, right? Look out for yourself. And what do you want? If you got to be dishonest or you got to cheat to get it, wh- whatever. Well, what does what does God's God, what does God's word say? Don't bear false witness. And really, if I've got to be dishonest to get something that I want, and and I don't have character, I lay my character aside. To get what I want? It's not God's will. That's easy, isn't it? But many times, the world says, here's what you're to do. This is what... Compromise. Whatever. It's all about what you want and how you feel. You, you gotta... You gotta fight. That's the passion that, that we're to put to death, that Colossians 3 says that we're to do away with. The world has its way, but God has its. And, and you know, we need to honor God. Don't compromise. Dare to be a Daniel. You remember Daniel... Oh man, he was one of the choice men that was chosen by the great king Nebuchadnezzar. He and and these others were chosen and and all they had to do was was to eat the king's meat and to eat the king's, or drink the king's wine and to bow down before the king. Oh no, not Daniel. You know why? Because Daniel purposed in his heart. He walked in wisdom. He said, I'm not going to sin against God. Not going to do it. You know, and and so the world was going one way. Everybody else, but here's, here's Daniel. Let's dare to be a Daniel this morning. Let's purpose in our hearts. The world says to live for yourself. Think about yourself. Be consumed with self. Listen, if you don't look out for yourself, ain't nobody else going to do it. You know, think about you all the time. You and you. But listen to this as a believer. Let's walk in wisdom. Notice what Paul also wrote in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. In other words, this is the attitude that you're to have. Let this attitude, let this mind be in you. Be Christ-like. And and, uh, Philippians 2, 6 says, Who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death of the cross. That's the attitude we're to have. Be Christ-like. What did Jesus do that we find in Philippians 2? He put others ahead of himself. And you and I are are like Christ when we put others ahead of ourselves. But we're like the devil when we only think of self all the time. And we're not willing to think of others. And so I I pray this morning, the the way of the world says, look out for number one. Feels good, do it. Live for yourself and all of that. And you'll live an empty life from now until the end. But if you will trust Christ, And walk in wisdom and pray and get to know the Lord. I'm telling you, that'll satisfy. The world doesn't understand it. And because they don't understand it and because it's so different and many are compromising and going, even those that claim to be Christian, going the way of the world, putting on things that God's Word says we're to put off, but we're to walk in wisdom and that'll stand out and be a powerful testimony to a lost and dying world. Let's let's stand out. Let's walk in wisdom. Notice the reference in verse 5, those who are outside. Well, who's that referring to? It's talking about non-believers. It's so important for us to remember that every day when we interact with non-Christians, we're to walk in wisdom. We're to show them a better way. We're not to join in and act just like them and, and be just no different than them. That's not God's plan. That's not No, we're to walk in wisdom. Well, how do we walk in wisdom? It's amazing that before Paul talked about walking in wisdom, he talked about prayer. Prayer's vital. Let's pray and let's walk in wisdom. How are we at school, students? Are we just like everybody else? Are we kind of ashamed that we are Christian, that we know God? Would, I mean, would we? do people even know that we're believers? How about it, adults at the workplace? Do we ever talk about Jesus? Does anybody ever see us bow our heads and And ask the blessing for our food, those kind of things? Do we ever, do we honor God? Are we walking in wisdom? Or are we no different than the world, walking in the wisdom of the world? Think of of this, redeeming the time. You know, Paul says here that we're to walk in wisdom to those that are on the outside, looking in, those that are non believers, redeeming the time. What does that mean? Well, that means the way that we spend each second of our day should be carefully. Calculated like we would spend our own money. Think of how you go shopping. You usually get the best deal, don't you? Maybe you look online or um, maybe, maybe you, you go from store to store, you look on, and, and you see it. The frustrating thing these days is a store may say they have it, but they don't have it. They're out of stock, you know? But you, you shop around and think about gases or, or gas prices. I mean, you're, you're on the lookout you go by a gas station, it's like, wow, that's 10 cents cheaper than it is across town. And, or maybe you're a member of Sam's, and it's like, that's always the best deal. Or, you know, I could go around, and probably some of you could tell me where the best gas price deals are. I mean, we shop around. W- what are we doing? We're, we're redeeming the time. We're wanting the best deal. And that's how we ought to treat our time, not wasting our time. How do I waste my time? Being selfish. Walking in the ways of the world. But you know the best way to redeem our time is talking to God, honoring God. Lord, this may not be popular, and I may be tempted to do something else. But again, Colossians reminds us that Jesus is my all in all. And so, out of an act of worship, I'm not going to do like everybody else. I might be the only one, but I'm going to honor God. Come hell or high water, I've purposed in my heart that I'm going to honor God, walk in wisdom. You know, we don't just um, just live any old it doesn't matter how we live. It's not that, you know, that we're arrogant and looking down our nose at people. But we just want to honor God. And and that's gonna rub people the wrong way. But you know what? They'll respect you because you believe in what you say. Your actions back up what you profess. Let's honor God. And it might be that there's some here today and and maybe we've made mistakes and, and we've we've made poor choices well, don't keep making the, poor, the same poor choices. Let's change this morning. Let's re- realize that, that Christ is worthy. And let's honor Him and let's commit this morning. You know, God is a God of second chances. Where would any of us be if that weren't true? Isn't that good news this morning? He's a God of second chances. That's why the Apostle John said, if we confess our sins, if we, He is faithful and just He forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That verse was written to believers, by the way. That wasn't written to non-believers about salvation. Why did did John write that? Or why did the the Holy Spirit inspire John to write that to believers? Because we fail. I mean, if I asked for a show of hands, how many of us ever failed, made mistakes? Every one of us would raise our hand. But God is faithful. Just like the prodigal son returning home. The father is there with open arms. Maybe you've blown it. Maybe you've made mistakes. God is a God of second chances. And He will forgive. And He will cast it in the sea of forgiveness. That's our God. Isn't that good news? Maybe you've blown it this morning. We have. We all have. Let's commit because Jesus is worthy as an act of worship. Lord, I love you. And I want your way over mine. I've blown it. God, forgive me. But then also, we'll close. And this is really, this is so needed today. Verse 6. Not only do we pray and not only do we walk in wisdom, but we use words. With grace, Look at verse 6 as we close. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Now this doesn't say let your speech tell someone how you feel and give them a piece of your mind whether they like it or not. And we, we tend to think that that's a sign of strength. That's not. That's really a sign of weakness that we can't, bring ourselves under the authority of God and His Word, like this passage right here. It says to choose our words with grace. You know, choose, let let it be seasoned with with salt. Now we know the, the reference to salt reminds us that salt has three uses. It preserves food, it sterilizes food, and it adds flavor to food. Well here in this passage when choosing our words, it's the last of these usages that Paul's talking about. Flavoring. In other words, we choose our words carefully with grace. How many of us do that? By the way, it takes a miracle to do that. It really does. The power of God. We know what we want to say, and we, we know how we want to say it, when we want to say it. <laughs> we just have to get that off our chest kind of thing. But the Holy Spirit of God will give us self-control. And God will help us. We choose our words with grace. What is grace anyway? Grace is choosing to not give somebody what they deserve. That's what God did for us, is it not? If every one of us got what we deserve, we'd be in hell right now. Like the rich man begging for just a drop of water on his tongue. That's where we would be if we got what we deserve. But God loved us because of His amazing grace. Jesus died in our place that we could be right with God. We don't get what we deserve, and here's the thing. We don't get what we deserve because Jesus got what He didn't deserve. That's called grace. And we ought to practice that. Let's show a little grace. Especially, and this must have been a problem with the with the church at Colossae because Paul says, you know, that you, know, you need to let your speech be with grace. And that's the same in 2022. Believers, to those that are that are outside, oh, they need to see us being careful with our words. You know, we we treat others carefully, how we say things, and we flavor it even with salt. Can you imagine McDonald's fries without salt? I tell you, i just throw it in a trash can. I've I've gone to Ingalls before. Man, I've I've gotten some, what I thought was roasted salted peanuts. And I got home and I was so disappointed. I wanted to put, I wanted to eat those things with with ice cold Coca-Cola and, you know, and... And, and it, it was not salted, and I was so disappointed. What didn't have any flavor. But let's make sure instead of offending people, let's choose our words carefully and flavor it with salt. By the way, I don't think I, eat, I think I threw those peanuts away. What's the point, man? And, and so that's, that's how we need to be so careful how we talk to others. Let our words be with grace. Every day. Not just on Sunday. We put on a lot of times on Sunday, don't we? We walk around, got our facades and and smile on our face and we kind of yeah, What you laughing at, Chris? <laughs> and, uh, and and so we um you know we do that a lot of times. We we kind of put on but then we get outside the walls of the church and it's like, well I guess we left God at church and it don't matter how we live then. We just we talk like a sailor, we tell the dirty jokes and we we watch things and participate in things that we shouldn't do. No, let's walk in wisdom. Let's choose our words carefully and I pray that each of these three things are evident in our daily life and if not let's commit to it this morning and that's my question to you I'm going to ask our musicians to come forward and as we think about this time of invitation a time to respond to the truth of what we've seen in God's word are these three things a part of your daily life prayer walking in wisdom and choosing your words with grace flavored with salt what about you this morning let's redeem the time in other words let's make the most of this opportunity the best thing that we can do right now is to say lord i love you and i believe your word and these things have been lacking in my life and i commit this morning that these three things prayer walking in wisdom and choosing my words carefully would be a part of my life from this day forward would you commit to that today heavenly father We come before you in Jesus' name. And we ask, Lord, that you would speak to hearts. And as you're speaking, I pray that we'll commit right now, trusting in you and doing what you are leading us to do, that we would leave this place changed for your glory and our good in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand together as Donna leads us this morning? Would you come? We'll ask our musicians if they'll continue to play and you know this morning as we think about that hymn, have your own way, Lord. Have your own way. Shake me and mold me. You're the potter and I'm the clay. Think about that. Let's let God do that this morning. Maybe there's some things that we think about our prayer life, or we think about how we walk each and every day. Are we walking in the wisdom of God or the world? We think about those things. Are we how, how do we talk, you know, to, to those that we love the most? Moms and dads and those in our homes, grandparents, whatever. You know, how do we talk to those, but not only uh, in the home, but outside the home? How do, how do we talk to those that are outside of the faith that don't know Jesus? How do, how do we conduct ourselves? These are three things that need to be added to our life. And I pray that right now that we'll commit to doing that. The altar is open. I'd love to pray with you this morning. I encourage you to come. No more singing. Let's just seek God right now. Lord, what do you have for me this morning what do I need to commit to what do I need to do I encourage you to do it this morning you'll be glad you did Amen. Thank you so much uh, for being here today. And I pray as we go out, the walk, maybe some of us are going to restaurants. Y'all, going to, y'all want to go to Yanks? <laughs> but we'll, we'll go to Yanks. If y'all want. We'll go to Yanks. And I pray that we'll talk to that waitress. If she forgets to fill our tea up or whatever, listen, everybody's short staff anyway, aren't they? Let's be kind. You know, let, let's, let's take a little bit. Let's, let's take a chill pill. And, um, and let's, let's surrender to God and do what's right and say, Lord, I, I want my words to be with grace flavor with a little salt not salty now you understand what i'm talking about no no we're not talking about that kind of salty but um but let's do that today and and uh, y'all come join us at at yanks we'll just pack yanks out and um and and be kind and just 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 love them and uh, but anyway how many's coming back tonight i hope you'll be back tonight uh i I want you to know um mark and andy i look at your guitars and i don't think i see any capos um you know oh they're coming okay all right I was, watching, I was watching Mark, and he's up and down that fretboard, and I'm just three chords, man. You know, and if I can't play like an F-sharp minor or something like that, I just put it on the second fret and play an E minor. and Man, I'm good. You know, don't have to do those bar chords and all that, but, but I'm envious when I, when I see someone, you know, you've been gifted by God. And you know, they could be, they could be in bars on Friday, Saturday night, but they're, they're here in church. And so they need your support. You come back tonight, and by the way, God's going to be worshipped and glorified your heart will be touched So you come back tonight and i want to call our ushers forward uh we want to receive a love offering um for uh, for andy and and his ministry and uh you go ahead and have a seat uh this won't take long we just um i got you excited talking about talking about lunch and food i guess but um but anyway i encourage you once again um every every dime everything that you give is going to go to andy bowman music and uh, again i appreciate their ministry and um They'll be back with us tonight at 6 o'clock and I sure hope that you'll come and and enjoy a night of worship. It's going to be a great time, encouraging time. Your heart will be touched. And and so if you have a check, you want to just make it out to LFBC and then uh, we'll we'll get that to them. Uh, But let's pray together and ask God to bless. Heavenly Father, we come before you in Jesus' name, the name above every name, the name, Lord, that thought of us when we failed, when we sin and willingly paid the price for our sin on the cross. Help us, Lord, to have that mindset to others, to think of others, to love others. Help us, Lord, to be people of prayer, praying more and more. Help us to walk in wisdom, dear God. Lord, I pray right now that you will bless Andy and and his ministry, and we so look forward to having them back with us tonight at six o'clock. And I ask God that you would bless Uh, this offering, Lord, that it would go to helping their ministry be a, a blessing to others for your glory, that lives would be changed. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: If you'll stand as we dismiss with, oh, how I love Jesus.